episode 162, round two. Uh, thank you for listening to episode 161, Cornrow, Weird Fro, Sideshow Bob and Training. Uh, I'm Gary here with... Uh, Bear. Still, and... And Basement Bryant. Basement Bryant. <laughs> so we, uh, we're, we're kind of upset. We lost 45 minutes of our uh, podcast as we started. Uh, we talked about, you know, we thanked all the sponsors, which we will again at the end. We had a good trivia from Jeremy, which I guess there's no proof he stumped us, so that's good. Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be so mad. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he did. We went 11 for 11. It's, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, we did. Uh, but in all reality, we did not. He did stump us on the uh, on his Eliminator game. It was... Uh, you got proof? No, I don't. So we'll move on. That's right. Uh, Justin, Justin on the Twitter gave us some good stuff. We we discussed uh, about Matt Hardy, what we think kind of happens with that if he goes to AEW. Maybe Dark Order. Who knows? Maybe Dark Order um, potential. And we had a, his other one was about um, – what was his other one about? The um – the Young Bucks and um, oh, if it was the greatest Hangman Page and Kenny Omega greatest, and I thought it was pretty good. Uh, Bear hasn't seen it yet, yeah. And Cody Bryant thinks, uh, or Basement Bryant thinks, some different things. So uh, it was good though. I give it that. It was good. Right, just not the best ever. No. Buster Douglas and Arn Anderson versus whoever else was there <laughs> was a much better match because Arn talked him right into the building. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that proof either. <laughs> 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 oh, people uh, aren't even going to get it, which is amazing. Nope. <laughs> which is great that we know what it's all about. That's okay. You better be able to save this one. I ain't got that much Sailor Jerry neither. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be okay. Oh, yeah. Sailor Jerry's underrated. We talked about that. There you go. Uh, Jay- it is. Jason DeBate, uh, he gave us some good one. Paul Heyman's documentary yeah, was watched, very good. Watch that on the network. Jericho should be top five, but isn't for whatever reason. We agree. Orange Cassidy, good gimmick. We like it. Yes. So we'll pick right up where we left off. <laughs> 45 minutes. So we, we got 45 minutes down to two minutes. All right. Whew. Good good one. And speaking of that, uh, thanks to – I pinned Cody. That's interesting. Oh, so, yeah, which uh, that Ole Anderson shout-out right there with the damn I'm good T-shirt. Also, uh, when – or yeah, I'm trying to think how to ask this question. Uh, do you – think Aaron Anderson is going to turn on Cody Rhodes like I do? And if so, when? I think that Arn is. I mean, you saw him get kicked in the face. I didn't get to watch like I, said, I, I didn't get to watch Revolution. Um, I do want to catch it here um, probably this weekend, maybe if I got some time or Friday. Um, but I, you're right. It's I mean, it's right there. The writing's on the wall. You know, it's it's been yeah. a little shaky the last couple weeks. And now at Revolution, um, Cody accidentally kicked him when MJF moved. So it's coming. Um, I just don't know how they're going to play it because I just don't see Arn and MJF together since he already has a manager. Um, I don't know if he'll have two. Not that Cody, it's not that Arn's really his manager, but it'll be interesting is to Ward see. Is like considered his manager though? Or is he kind of like the... Like is he kind of like, his, is he kind of like Diesel to Tyson Shawn Michaels? Tomko or something? Yeah. yeah. I guess, yeah, more of his bodyguard, I guess, not manager, right? No, I'm asking. I don't know. Like, I'm asking. I, no, I consider him as, or I, they consider him as his manager. I would, I would think bodyguard. Now that I, you know, now that I really think about yeah. it, yeah, because if it's, if he's your manager, he's more your mouthpiece, and MJF is the mouthpiece. So you're, I would think he'd be more of the bodyguard. 
kind of like the the Christian Tyson Tomko or Diesel Shawn Michaels, uh, you know. Right. All that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, but as soon as they put Arn Anderson with Cody, I'm thinking like, all right, this ain't gonna turn out good. Maybe, uh, maybe it'll be uh, you know him and and Jake in a, in a match here coming up. Hmm? Arn and Jake, <laughs> <laughs> the geriatric match. <laughs> Brought to you by Blue Chew. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, God. We lost so much, so I'm so pissed. And we've got four minutes. I'm almost wanting to save it again. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, you know how mad I am right now. But this episode already has a name. It's called The One We Lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For multiple reasons. Motherfucker. <laughs> no proof. No proof. The uh, One We Lost. Uh, so that's sad, but you know, so this will be literally like a twenty-minute episode because we had forty-five minutes we lost, which oh, sucks. Yeah, that's disappointing. Oh well, disappointing. In your ear, beware of computers. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. That's why I need another one. Uh, but yeah, just shut off. I think I don't know if it just tried to reboot or restart or whatever, but uh, it said we lost some files on it, and I tried to recover it, but it couldn't recover. So it is what it is. But let's talk about AEW. So what happened at? AEW Revolution. So MJF and Cody, MJF ended up winning. Omega and Page, Kenny Omega, Adam Page, uh, the champs beat Young Bucks. Uh, two of the two of us had that right. Jake Hager, he won against Dustin Rhodes. Darby Allen beat Sammy Guevara. Nyla Rose beat Chris Statlander. Pac beat Orange Cassidy, and Dark Order beat SCU. So updated standings after that. Um, Actually, that happened after Super Showdown, which we'll cover later. But the the total standings, even after Super Showdown, me and Brandon are at 22, Barrett 18, Cody at 17, Parrot at 11. (laughs) (laughs) It's always just fun with the Parrot. So Moxley's the champ. Uh, You know, Moxley beat Jericho. Uh, Didn't talk about that. Uh, Do you think think it makes sense now? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, why not? I think that we, I feel like we knew this was coming. Jericho's held the belt since uh, AEW has started. So, I, you know, it was about time, which to me sounds like Jericho's going, he's probably got a, a tour coming up. Because he just, this this is where it's going to be, okay, what's really going to happen right now? Because Jericho, I'm not going not gonna to say in they've, he's been, um, you know, on the back here. I, I think that this is, this is a good show with everybody, but Jericho is the main reason why most people are watching this. And now I think, okay, it's been five months or whatever that they've been had this. He's had the belt. So now it's time for him to go and, and tour with Fozzie um, and, and not be doing this. Because I think he's going to lose this match that we're about to watch, which he, what, takes a 60-day hiatus if he loses, I think. I don't know, Cody, if you had your sound on earlier. Uh, I didn't have a sound on. I think that's what they made the stipulation. I, I think that I heard that, that if Jericho and Sammy lose this match to uh, Moxley and Darby Allen, that Jericho's taken a 60-day hiatus. I'm pretty positive. So we'll see. Um, but I like it. Moxley deserves a title, man. Dude's a badass. Should have had it for – he should have had it in WWE. Uh, I don't know. I mean, at this point, you know, who would they really, who could they put the title on, you know? Yeah, and I mean, that's it. Moxley's the you, only option besides Omega, maybe. Right, but then how would you put something together? I guess you do that, then you're basically everything you said you were, you know, with yep. a quick title switch just for the sake of switching the title. I just saw a sign that said, Darby likes turtles. 
Oh God, whatever. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how this match goes. Uh, who do you think the leader of the Dark Order is going to end up being? Matt Hardy. I mean, you got Brody Lee as possible. Like way out of left field could be Marty Skrull. Never know. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I think it would be too obvious to be Matt Hardy. Maybe Brody Lee. Or even, I don't know, I still may, maybe even Christopher Daniels. Hmm. It's a long shot, but. Think he'd turn on SCU since Colt Cabana's there now? I can see it now, yeah. I think since they've got somebody to replace, quote unquote, replace. Uh, Christopher Daniels, but that would be a pretty good. I mean, I think it would be good just as an internal keep it in AEW guy that's been there for a while. I like that. Right. Doesn't Darby Allen kind of look like a baby Jericho? Yeah, like way way back, but much skinnier and shorter hair. Nah, I don't see it. Yeah. Who would you say like a baby Jericho? <laughs> Darby Allen. It's like little little baby Jericho from the uh... mid eighties. Uh, dude, Jericho was always big, though. I know, that's why I said like much skinnier. Like a legit child. Yeah, Jericho at age 18, 17, okay. maybe 16. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that like before hockey and everything else? Jericho? So 12. Like school Jericho? Yeah. Sixth grade Jericho? Sixth grade Chris yeah. Irvine? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what it would have been. All right, WWE Super Showdown. Oh, God, what a snooze fest. Brutal. Yep. So, New Day and Kofi, I was the only one that had Miz and Morrison winning. Brock beat Ricochet in a squash. Uh, Roman beat Corbin. Uh, Goldberg beat The Fiend, which pissed everyone off. Undertaker ended up winning the gauntlet match, um, which AJ Styles would have won it, which was good for Bear because he had Andrade. Bailey beat Naomi. Seth and Buddy beat the Street Profits. However, Bear notified me that the Street Profits won the title on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, uh, I've seen that. Mansoor beat Dolph. Angel Garza beat Umberto. And then the OC beat the Viking Raiders. So the best on that day was uh, I had six. Cody and Brandon had five. Parrot and Bear had four. Uh, and we already gave the updated standings. So just quick thoughts. Um, Fiend and Goldberg. What do you think, Cody? Uh, it, it was kind of one of those things you knew it was going to happen, but you didn't want it to happen. But you knew it was going to happen anyway. Yep. I can't agree with you more uh, there. It's like, I hate that it happened, but I understand why it happened. And... I don't know. I, well, just, well, I don't. I don't quite understand why it happened. I I don't get that because I just don't understand why we have to put the title on a fifty-five, fifty-eight, however the fuck year old Goldberg is, who literally can only do three moves and gases out after two minutes in the ring. I I don't understand that appeal. Well, Moxley just got his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, I understand it only because with WrestleMania coming up and you have to sell out Raymond James Stadium, who are you going to sell Raymond James Stadium out with? 
Like there are Brock no Lesnar. casual fans. Coronavirus. That... <laughs> What's that? I said he said Brock Lesnar. I said coronavirus. <laughs> I I mean I understand it, but at the same time, really, the reason I understand it is because it's fans that are to blame. Like those, and, and sadly, the majority of those fans that were you know, online complaining about Goldberg winning and canceling their WWE Network subscription will be the same Joker showing up to buy tickets to WrestleMania yep. so they can see Goldberg at WrestleMania. Oh, that's true, no doubt. I mean, I like, I would yeah, I would like never... WWE takes advantage of, of fans being fickle. They're not dumb. I mean, they know what they're doing. Right. But right. I just... I don't like that. At least it wasn't like, you know, the Brock Ricochet squash, which was just bad. At least they had him right. spear him 18 times and give him one of the worst jackhammers. I, I, I should say jackhammer. I should say suplex I've or ever suplex. seen. Yeah, it wasn't a jackhammer. It was a suplex. Yeah, it definitely was. Is Jake Hager's shirt uh, look like Guns N' Roses? The Inner Circle shirt? I think it did. Yeah, I just noticed it. It, was like, it looked like that Guns yeah. N' Roses cross. He's choking him out right now at the old triangle. Choke him out. He legit could do that. Yeah. With the million dollar dream. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just... <laughs> I, I get it. I get they have to make their sales and all this, but it's right. it's brutal. Absolutely brutal yeah. that that had to happen. It's just disappointing. Right. And you got to be able to leave Saudi Arabia, too. Yeah. I mean, the best thing going for you is The Fiend, and you just pretty much ruined it. Well, I think they ruined it a long time ago. I mean, we've already we've already talked about that. Well, yeah, the, the, the red lights ruined it, but yeah, I still think they should have kept them like separate until like you know you had this match to where like Bray Wyatt has to face the Fiend, you know, like Cactus Jack has to fight Dude Love, yeah, and Mick like Foley that. and Mankind in a uh, <laughs> Fatal Four Way. Yeah, I'm like you remember when they had uh, Edge and Christian fight the Conquistadors, you know, for the tag titles, and and then like the tag titles turned out to be or uh, Ooh, Eddie and Chavo or, or like something, the Hardy Boys. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, like something along those lines, you know. Like they could have stretched that out for a while. I mean, they they should have had uh, they should have just waited until WrestleMania and have Goldberg beat him immediately, and then have Hogan come out and then win the title with a leg drop right afterwards. That would have just made that just would have made it. Hogan beats Goldberg with a leg drop. WrestleMania nine all over yeah. again. That would have been great. I'll win back, brother. <laughs> yeah, brother. Yeah, it was. That's just stupid, though. I don't know. I wasn't a fan. I thought it was terrible. Shouldn't even watched it. I fell asleep watching it on Friday, and then ended up watching it Saturday morning. The rest of it, and I was like, "This just sucks." And then going to Monday Night Raw, um, seen or SmackDown, excuse me, last week, Cena returned, and of course the Fiend comes out, which we kind of talked about in our show too. That that's what they were looking at doing, and now we've got the Fiend against John Chena. John Chena. Or, or Jacob with a K, Toretto. Yeah. Jacob Chena. <laughs> Jacob Chena with a K. K's both ways. Chena. K-H-E-N-A. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just 
Whatever. Someone had a crying Vince McMahon poster back there. Oh, I see it. Crying Vince poster? It's fantastic. (laughs) That works out beautifully. So somehow, yeah, see the Guns N' Roses? It does look like a Guns N' Roses shirt. Yeah, it does. Um, So leading into Elimination Chamber this weekend, um, we've got some things, some matches. We've got to make picks again. So uh, as we give these, can you tell me Brandon's picks as we give them? Because I I didn't put them in here yet. All right. So the first one we got, uh, Cody, I'll start with you. Natalia versus Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler versus Asuka versus Ruby Riot versus Sarah Logan. Elimination Chamber match for a Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania to fight Becky Lynch. That's what I put, Shayna. Yeah, Brandon and myself both have Shayna Baszler as well. And uh, we'll see what the parrot gives us when... I think Asuka got hurt. I think she actually got pulled from this match. Yeah, she got... Didn't she lose a tooth? In her ma- or that was that other chick we talked about before. Sorry, that, that other lady. Um, all right, Braun Strowman, three-on-one handicap match for the Intercontinental Championship, which I find fascinating. Braun Strowman versus Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn. Wait, what now? Yeah, you heard that right. Three-on-one handicap match for the WWE Intercontinental title. Vince is out of his mind. Not a fatal four-way. He's not out of his mind because what he's doing is building Braun back up again. But 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 wait a minute. But we know Vince, so I wouldn't be shocked if the three guys won... And they share the Intercontinental title. I don't see it happening, so I'm taking Braun, but, God, that wouldn't surprise me. Brandon and I also have Braun. Yeah, no shit. Or, like, New Day with the tag titles. Any one of them can hold it. The problem is is they're going to all try to pin them and then realize one of them can only win the title, then they'll just keep fighting each other, and then Braun will end up winning. All right. Elimination Chamber match for the SmackDown... Tag Team Championship. Uh, you've got The Miz and Morrison Champs versus New Day versus Usos versus Heavy Machinery versus Lucha House Party versus Ziggler and Rude. Uh, I'm going to stick with Eminem. Miz Morrison. Yeah, Miz and Morrison, man. Yeah, uh, me too. I have to right? watch the women's tag one because I just... I, I guess the, the, the logistics of a tag team elimination chamber match just... I still can't wrap my head around it. Yeah, we're going to find out, won't we? Right. Uh, right. So everybody's, so far, for, we're all on the same page for the first three matches. Next, Street Profits versus Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. What do we got from Brandon? Street Profits. Street Profits. I'm going Street Profits as well. They're not going to pull the titles off of them right, off, right away. Uh, well... We've seen it before, unfortunately. Correct. They lost, uh, then four days later they win, and then six days later they're going to lose again? I, I hope just... not. Uh, yeah. I, just because I've seen it before, I'm going to go with Seth and Buddy Murphy. Okay. And next we've got Aleister Black versus AJ Styles in a no disqualification match. 
Dub oh, took. So the Undertaker's gonna come in and. Yep, That's sure exactly shit. It. Dub took Styles. I'm taking Alistair Black. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Alistair Black too. Yeah, Alistair Black. Or he, or he's not gonna come in, but they're gonna gong and he's gonna get scared, and then Alistair will get him with like a knee and a roll up or some shit. Oh, he'll give him what? What is that? What does he call it? Not uh, Black Mass. Yeah. Hit him with a Black Mass. Hit him with done. A, yeah. Yeah. Like OC will come out and try to help, and then the dong, yeah, her dong, yeah. the, the gong with his dong, <laughs> his dong will come out. I hope it doesn't. I'm oh, definitely not Jesus gonna watch. Christ, uh, well, no one wants thing. to see that old Undertaker dong. Uh, <laughs> Michelle McCool does. Andrade, the U.S. champ, she versus makes it disappear. Umberto, yes, she does. Yeah, we'll have to come back to that. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> Undertaker's dong. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Michelle McCool. Yeah, no. we're going to talk about that. Um, Andrade, U.S. champ versus Umberto. Who's Brandon got? He's got Umberto. Really? Yeah. No. I, I got Andrade. Same. I could see it happening. Yeah, I got, I got Umberto. I could see Umberto winning just because he lost again. I'm a, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Umberto. Didn't they have him look like a chump this past Monday? Pretty uh, much. I don't know. I didn't watch it. I think they, him and Garza had the best match on Super Showdown. No doubt about that. Right. No, I totally agree with you there. All right. I think so. I do I, think I so. Miz, I thought the Miz and Morrison. That was good, too. Was, You're absolutely right. Yeah. It was all right. Oh, that was pretty good. All right. So we're uh, 21 minutes into our episode. 22 minutes. Um, <laughs> well, 40. Well, that would be... An hour and seven minutes, it's sad. But we've got a few more things to cover. Uh, who's <laughs> Jack? What is it? Jack Gallagher? He got a chest tattoo. Did you see that? No. Oh, my God. He's, is he even still in? So he's there. Give me a second. I'll show you this. I got to pull it up. So look, C- Cody, you know uh, what Cody. Rhodes tattoo looks like. Look up Jack Gallagher's tattoo. He was the dude with the mustache. NXT, yeah. Was, yeah he NXT used to fly Britain with this. So whose tattoo is worse? Hold on, I'm gonna pull you away from the mic, Cody, so I can show oh, Bear. The umbrella dude. Yeah. Here, hold on. I'm gonna. I hold on. I'll bring you back to the mic in a second. I gotta show Bear. Whose tattoo is worse? Oh. Um, his is worse, but it's in a better spot than Cody's. I agree. Not not you, Cody Bryant. Cody Rhodes. So Cody God Bryant, you're back. God damn! What the fuck is that? <laughs> Looks like a the English Ships? Armada. Yeah. English Armada. So, oh, um, another thing. It's like a tattoo like somebody that first moves out of a house gets. Yeah, pretty much. I'm going to show you, Dad. (laughs) I'll show you, Dad. Oh, God. All right, so uh, another thing is looks like WWE is kind of a step closer to NXT Japan. Um, AJPW could merge with WWE, and John Akiyama is set to travel to the U.S. and meet with Triple H. Merger was discussed with the two companies since June of last year, and he's going to be a guest trainer and coach at the Performance Center. 
So we'll see, but no decisions have been made. But President Takeshi Fukuda, Fukuda hopes that the meeting will have a positive impact on both groups. Do you see this happening, Cody Bryant? see it happening but I also don't really see like Japan letting WWE in because if they've been paying attention like WWE single handedly went in and killed off the like the independent wrestling scene in the UK by you know signing on uh, I can't remember what company it was over there but like they signed on with them as a front to like sign every like all the good independent guys just to put them all on NXT and not let them um you know compete anywhere else so there were a couple of companies that went out of business and then one I think one that went out of business lost the TV deal because they didn't have any of those guys that they had before when they signed the TV deal so you know, I mean, but I mean, you can't blame them. I mean, it's typical WWE, you know, sign everybody just to not use them so nobody else can have them. What, what, so, I'm watching AEW too. What did he just do? What did he used to call that? When, when he springboard off the rope backflip, Jericho? Oh, uh, the Lion Saw? Mm-hmm. Lion Saw, that's what he called it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, because he just did that. I'm like, huh, it's good for a 47, 48-year-old guy yeah. still being able to hit that, even though he took yeah. knees right to the ribs. Um, yeah, you want to talk about uh, what what the, what happened with Undertaker uh, and Michelle McCool? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, and then while we're talking about the Lion Salt, uh, shout out to Hayabusa, who just, uh, I think it was the third year anniversary of his death. The, the motorcycle? Okay. Not that, not the motorcycle, the other dude. <laughs> <laughs> the tricycle. Yeah, man. Um, the ace of FMW over in Japan. <laughs> uh, but no, um, freaking, I guess uh, WWE's doing this thing for Women's History Month and they named like the top 50 uh, women's wrestlers or something. And Michelle McCool did not make the list out of 50. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, so they said we they said basically we made a cool addition and Undertaker on Twitter yeah. says too late. Too little, too late. Yep. Yeah. And then they, they only did the addition after Michelle McCool made this like Instagram post. Yeah. Like basically calling them out, which, you know, I mean, Michelle McCool wasn't the greatest, but eh. She could at least be in the top 50. She was definitely top 50. Yeah, like, come on, man. Like, whether she's the Undertaker's wife or not, like, she was at least still top 50. And I, I'm trying to find the list. I can't find it right now. Um, hell. Uh, I'm trying to find the list and to see who they had put in front of her. Because um, they, they even put, they left off, uh, 
somebody else they just left off. I think it might have been like Victoria or something like that. <laughs> well, it looks and like uh, like, Jericho ain't leaving. They win. They won. Huh. Oh, shit. Where is it at? Is this? No. No. Dude, I don't know. I can't find it. Do you guys find it anywhere? Yeah, but it doesn't. I don't have the countdown. It's just 50. There's no... It's not like the top 50. It's just 50. Oh, it was just 50 women's wrestlers? Yeah. Oh, here comes Mox. Mox with a chair coming to the ring. And Jericho leaves. And he just threw the chair at Jake Hager. <laughs> threw Guevara out of the ring. Clothesline Hager. Kick Hager. Oh, Jesus. What broke his damn neck? Hey, they put China in there. They did or didn't? They did. website right now maybe they pulled her to put cool in they also put they even put sable in there <laughs> they didn't put sunny in there though well sable is brock's wife they just forgot taker's wife right. i would say who are you more afraid of brock or undertaker at this point brock <laughs> yeah definitely brock <laughs> yeah, i mean don't get me wrong undertaker still probably whoops some ass I could I could probably run from Brock too. <laughs> he, I don't know, dude. Brock was like he still like I don't know what his forty time was. But... Well, he'll get gassed at the forty. Uh, did you see that sweat dripping from just uh you know twenty five minutes at the Royal Rumble not doing much? That was it. Where is the Rumble? Arizona. Ooh, I look like it hurt. Through a couple oh, tables. Where's the rumble at? Houston. Houston. Yeah. Houston. Houston. Oh, yeah. See, that's Texas Heat, baby. It was in January. It was in January. It's like 65. Probably not even. Oh, by the way, I didn't tell you. We, we mentioned on the last episode, the pod room looks great. And just for you, the greatest thing that is sitting in this room is the Sports Illustrated from the Houston Astros winning the title called A Wild Ride. Just so we can remind you that they cheat. And it's sitting right next to your seat. <laughs> That's right. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, they're they're going to be, just for a simple fact, they convinced other dudes that their stuff was no good. They will be my new favorite team this year. I, I hope you come in with an Astros hat someday. I am going to buy one. Well, that's good. We're like three weeks away from our MLB predictions. So. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait to hear those. Um, so the big one that I wanted to talk about, kind of to wrap this show up, uh, we, we were able to salvage a half hour. Um, the most watched show on Vice TV was Dark Side of the Ring. Season 2 releases on March 24th at 9 p.m. And we'll start with the two-hour special focusing on the Benoit tragedy. So, and then other episodes on that. Yep, Tuesday, I already got a recording on mine, so I'm excited for that. Uh, we've got a lot coming back. There's so many things that they are going to cover uh, in this. So we're going to have Brawl for All is going to be one of them. Uh, that's going to be really cool to see. They're going to mm-hmm. do Brawl for All. They're going to do uh, the murder of Dino Bravo. 
the career of New Jack, David Schultz's violent run-in with a 2020 reporter, the death of Nancy Argentino, Jimmy Snuka's girlfriend, the careers of Hawk and Animal, Herb Adams and UWF, and the death of Owen Hart. And Chris Jericho is the narrator for season two. And then following each episode, Chris uh, Gethard will be hosting a post-show to talk about each episode, and the show will have a rotating panel of guests from the world of wrestling and entertainment. So they each can be two hours? Uh, I think so. Okay, cool. Is that right, Cody? Uh, or maybe I the first one might be two hours. No, I think, uh, I think yeah, the first one's two hours, and then and then they'll have the round table after, so that's probably a three-hour yeah. day, and then they'll do one-hour right, shows. I think everything else is just an hour, which I don't know. I I don't know how much more you're going to squeeze out of that Owen Hart women or the um, – uh, which one? What other one was it? The death of Owen Hart, I think you could probably go a couple hours on that. I don't know how much more you can go on that, though. This is true. I'm sure they have other. I mean, yeah, because they've got other perspectives. There's going to be a lot of the same issue, or a lot of the. I I bet that they probably did shit with his wife. They'll probably get a lot of that. Yeah, if that's if they even get her. Now, if they get her, then okay, you got two hours right there. Yeah, but I don't really see. I don't know. Like, I don't know how you're going to get two hours out of it. Right. When the guys that he probably would have really talked to aren't even here anymore. I mean, Brett was in WCW, Bulldogs did. Uh, you know, I don't know. Are they going to dig up Vince Russo from somewhere and have him try to tell his side of the story? Yeah. Never know. Might. I, mean, so, so look, I don't know. I'm more interested in that Dino Bravo one. That one will be. Yeah, that one's going to be good. Very good one. That and the, uh, the Herb Abrams, the UWF one. Yeah. That'll be really good too. It, it's going to be fun. Another fun season. They got some good stuff. Looking forward to it. Uh, so on this day in history of wrestling, let's go back to 2004 Monday Night Raw from Connecticut. Garrison Cade and Mark Jindrick and Rene Dupree and Rob Conway beat Booker T, Bubba Ray Dudley, Devon Dudley, and Rob Van Dam. Batista Orton and Flair beat Rosie and the Hurricane. Chris Benoit beat Matt Hardy. Molly Holly beat Lita. Steven Richards beat Chris Jericho, who was still wrestling. Who let that happen? Yeah, no shit. Let's go to Nitro 99. As we know, they started taking a turn. This is the last one we'll do. Laparca defeated Juventud Guerrera. Chavo Guerrero Jr. beat Norman Smiley. Bam Bam Bigelow beat... Yep. Beat Mike Enos, Fit Finley beat Prince Iakea, and then that was all on the dark matches. Raven beat Bam Bam Bigelow, and um, Bam, Bam. What is it? Hack? Hawk? Hack. That was Sandman. Hack. Hack. Yeah, Sandman. Didn't know. Uh, Chris Jericho. H A K. Right. Yep. Terrible. Beat Liz Mark Jr. Scott Steiner beat Booker T. Rey Mysterio Jr. beat Scott Norton. Bret Hart beat Van Hammer. And Ric Flair uh, had a draw with Goldberg. And sorry, Raven was at a draw with, you said Hack? Hack. And Bam Bam Bigelow. And then the match with Jericho and Lismark Jr. was a dog collar match. It just started getting worse and worse and worse. So uh, we were able to get 35 minutes out of this. Lost 45 minutes, as we mentioned. So thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing. Visit BrandonAllWorkClothing.com. Help with all of your clothing needs. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Serves the Toledo and surrounding area and not. 
Greenland. North Greenland. North Greenland. Thank you to Tim at Verizon. Verizon is a true technology business partner, helps local businesses deploy technologies that can positively impact operations and increase revenue for the company at Verizon. They did not wait for the future. They build it. Get in touch with the sales rep in your area, verizon.com. Thank you to Cassandra at PNC. Visit her at the White House branch or give her a call, 419-877-0634. She can help with all of your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, personal banking. She's there to help. Thanks to Sparty Steve, sponsored the Frickers Lunch at episode 100. Looking forward to having him episode 200 for the Pod Beats Patty Box 2, Deuce Boogaloo. And last but not least, thank you to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Check him out. Third search dating coach, right? Third. Third on the Google machine. Numero 3 Like it. So, as always, uh, we are sorry we lost the first 45 minutes. We pretty much summed it up. There is no proof that we ever lost anything. But this is the lost episode, so the one we lost. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Fuck you, technology. So what don't tell you if it didn't happen. <laughs>